The old gang is back together and we're getting ready for the stock draft. You're in the right place, folks, because this is where the money is. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Kopenheffer. And of course, should I even say of course at this point? Mm -mm, it's never Not of course. course. But today, David Hansen is right here it with feels me in studio. real good. Awesome. It feels awesome. Mm -hmm. Look, since this is a special occasion, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the opportunity, David. Okay. I'm going to give you the opportunity here to reverse all of, the, all of the bad losses, the terrible losses that you've had predicting sporting events. And right now... Have I had one good one? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Okay. I don't think that's, that, that's happened. Predict the Super Bowl winner for this year. Oh, man. And you get to turn it all around. We'll forget everything else. I, I have tacit agreement from the WTMI community on this. Any one. options? Are you going to help me out or just anyone? I don't know anything about football. I'm going to go with the Broncos. Go with the Cubs. The Cubs, yeah. Why not? <laughs> the Broncos it is. The Broncos, I'm writing that down. Write it down. On this paper, which I'm obviously going to keep well, for obviously. a long time. Why wouldn't you? Broncos, I'll write that. David says Broncos locked in. All right, more importantly, the TMF stock draft. We're going to, I think we're going to hook that up for next week, right? Yep. Get together a group. We haven't decided on the exact group, but you and I will be there. An elite group. An elite, it'll be an elite group, of course. I mean, what else would it be? Uh, and we will go through the uh, different segments, sub-segments of the financial sector mm -hmm. and pick out our favorite stocks. We did this last year for the WTMIers who may be newer than that point last year. You can find the portfolio on CAPS. It's TMF Stock Draft. 13. 20, it's just 13. Just no 13, 20. yep. We're too cool for the 20. <laughs> just 13. TMF Stock Draft 13. And uh, it's, not, it's not a pretty site. It's short not, term. Come on. It's not great. Yeah, we said just, that. It's short term. And the, the slots were you had to have at least one bank, one REIT, mm -hmm. uh, one insurance, insurance company. company, and then an other, other. a wild card. Like a flex. Yeah, like a, flex. a flex position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except that, yeah, it's not really like a flex, but we'll call it a flex mm -hmm. just so we can... It's a draft. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, th there are some of us that are beating the market, though, right? I don't know. I mean, I mean, some of the people... Some of the people who may I'm be not wearing, losing anymore. Who That's may be a wearing a red shirt, a non-blue shirt, in today's broadcast are beating the market from last year's picks. Um, but that's last year. This is this year. Uh, Riggs, Riggs and I, uh, Tyler Riggs, were on this show last week. And we were going through the banks and the insurance companies that, uh, that we were looking at. He'll be part of the stock draft as well. He's very excited about that. He was not part of it last year. But we were going through the banks and insurance companies that we'll be t potentially drafting. Coming back this week, you and I are going to go through the REITs and the FLEX, the other category. Do you want to go over what we had last year and kind of what that has done and then look forward? You can if you want. Do you want to go first? Do you want to gloat about your REIT? No, no, I'll, I believe I'll, I'll the wait. only... I'll, I'll wait and gloat about my REIT. Okay, my REIT, it's in the green, but still losing to the market, was Annalee Capital. I uh, bought it, or I guess we did the stock draft, bought it, uh, had the thumbs up back in August, mm -hmm. which was a bad Mid time. Mid-August. Mid-August, not a great time for Annalee. Somewhat of a contrarian pick, if I do say so myself. Up 15%, but still losing to the market. Uh, and a large part of that has just been the thesis playing out as, as I saw. Um, <laughs> a lot of pessimism built into the company at the time. When interest rates were more volatile, they've calmed down. The stock has floated up with the market um, after six months of kind of going the other way from the market there. So as interest rates calmed down, Annalie was able to kind of 
hedge more effectively, uh, have some more interest income coming in the door, and the stock's done quite well. What was your read? Well, what, what are the chances that, that Annalie is it tops your list this year for that for the REIT category? Low. Why is Lower. That? Why is that? Uh, I think there are some other interesting opportunities in the REIT space rather than that one. I mean, 15% in this market doesn't sound like that much in terms of moving up, but 15% in, in a year is a pretty hefty gain in, in my book. Uh, so I think there are some other opportunities out there that may be a little bit better. So are you going to make us wait to hear them until I do my gloating? Yes, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I went with the mortgage read as well. Like you, I, I saw an opportunity uh, during that time period to pick up one of those, uh, one of those companies on the cheap. And I, I say companies, most of them are more like investment funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annalie, I would consider more like an investment fund. Two Harbors, uh, ticker symbol TWO, which is the one that I uh, bought for the, for the stock draft, is less like an investment fund than the others. Uh, good management team here, and I think what they're targeting in particular is getting Two Harbors outside of just buying and selling agency-backed mortgage securities, for Mm -hmm. instance. And and I think what that does for the, and now I'll call it a company, I I think that what that does for the company is it makes it a more sustainable business over the long term rather than just being sort of a play on on good or bad um, uh, mortgage markets um, Mm -hmm. and and being able to predict where the the mortgage market is going, um, which is what Annalie has done. Done it well, um, but it's sort of a, a spread play uh, over the long term um, on the, uh, the agency-backed market. Still like Two Harbors, beating the market between last year and this yes, year. Yes, it is. Not by a whole lot, but it's beating the market and it's beating your Annalie pick. Uh, I'm pretty happy with it. We'll go into the, that more after, uh, after you give us some of your potential picks for this year. But, but I, like, I still like Two Harbors. Potential pick for me is one that we talked about in our 2013 review. Mm-hmm in terms of a very poor performer in 2013. Are you going to try to steal one? No. Okay. Was I looking at your paper? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's on there. I'm going with uh, Realty Income. It's definitely on my oh, wow. my radar for the draft. It's recovered in, in, in 2014 as interest rates, again, have, haven't have been as volatile. And the environment for, for REITs has been more favorable, I guess you can say, in the first six months. It's a very short time period, but more favorable for Realty Income. You talked about a REIT that has a sustainable business advantage rather than just having a good investment management team. Mm-hmm. I think that is realty income because this is a business that there are advantages to the scale that they're at. They own mm-hmm. the properties. They lease them out to all these retailers. Uh, very diversified base of, of people renting from them. That's an advantage over the long term. They own this property. They can borrow at low rates. They can continue to expand. So unlike a, a mortgage REIT, this is one that there actually are business advantages to the operation. So it's one that's been on my radar and I think it Maybe on my team. We'll see if it's, it's a, available. It's a giant. This is a giant company. What? What are the? Are you concerned at all about its ability to grow because it's already so big? Not necessarily. You don't need to see heavy asset growth here. They don't need to go out and buy, buy, buy more properties as long as they are owning properties that are maintaining value and they still have people paying them rent. That's the most important thing. And uh, their occupancy of people paying them is in the high 90s, around 98, 99% of -hmm. occupancy there. So that's the most important thing. They don't necessarily need to grow assets 20% a year as long as people are paying them. Gotcha. You know, the the REIT sector, the the real estate sector, you know, I've been, I'm looking at it and this is one of those sectors that I don't follow terribly closely. And I think part of it is due to the the time period we're talking about here. And I, I just don't think that there have been overly or there are overly attractive investment opportunities here. 
over the past few years, there's been a lot of investors chasing yield. Mm -hmm. Any, anything that has a decent dividend has been high on, on the radar for a lot of investors. And that means that a lot of these REITs, which typically have healthy dividends or healthier dividends than, than everybody else, because they're paying out mm -hmm. most of their profits, uh, they've been bid up. And so, I don't know, I, I was looking at a few of these, and, and I could I'll examine some of these more before we have the draft to see if they're, they're worth drafting. But Essex Property Trust, which is a, a company that owns uh, properties in L.A., San Francisco, and Seattle, obviously very attractive real estate markets. It looked like, it looked like the, uh, again, uh, the effective yield. I like talking about this effective yield where it's a comparison of the yield on equity. In this case, it's funds from operations as opposed to just straight-up profit. Right. Just a difference in, in the way uh, REITs operate. Um, so, so this effective yield, it's comparing that return on equity to uh, what you're paying on a, on a multiple basis for that book value. So Essex Property Trust looks pretty attractive uh, on that um, metric. Uh, Hospitalities, uh, Hospitality Properties Trust, HPT, another one that looks relatively attractive on that. They own a bunch of different hotels, a lot of them operated by um, not operated by, but uh, under the Marriott name, Courtyard mm -hmm. by Marriott, uh, those, that kind of thing. Um, like I said, Two Harbors still looks pretty attractive to me. Another mortgage REIT that I actually hadn't seen before, maybe you've heard of this one, but uh, Starwood Property. Mm -hmm. uh, have you heard? Have you? It's relatively it? new, I believe. 2009. Oh. Uh, founded in 2009. It may have, I, I didn't see when it IPO'd. Maybe it IPO'd more recently, but founded in 2009. The CEO is, in fact, the founder of Starwood Properties. Yes, um, so, Or Starwood it. Hotels. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's pretty interesting. You've got a little smirk going on there. Is there something wrong with this one? No, no, you? no. I got no smirk. I'm just a <laughs> smirky kind of guy. That, that's it. You are a smirky kind of guy. I don't know if it's a good I, thing. I don't. It's not a good thing. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely not. I get weird looks on the Metro. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. That's not a... Smirking on the Metro, bad idea Very in bad. general. But yeah, Starwood Property is another... Uh, that's another mortgage read, but that's one that I'm probably going to look at a little bit closer uh, before the stock draft. I wouldn't be surprised unless somebody steals it from me if Two Harbors is my pick again this year. Like boring. the kicker in fantasy football, are you definitely going to be taking a read last? Um... I, I don't know. That's a good question. And for those people who I, don't take kickers last, they don't know what they're doing. Okay? <laughs> Just saying that. Well, unless it's a defense. You could also take a defense last. Yeah. Well, there's some defense that you I feel like this, I feel like this is sort of like drafting a defense, or a kicker for that mm -hmm. matter. I mean, you're not going to get huge things out of any of these, I don't, I don't think. Um, actually, I should check that because um, the, the best-performing stock in the stock draft last year was uh, American Tower, chosen by Billy Kipperstock. Uh, that's a read. Sort of, and I mean, even not just that one. If you stretch the time frame a long time on some of these reads, I, oh you can no, make no, very yeah, significant. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's a good point. There's not going to be any. You're not going to pop twenty percent a day, right? Well, unless you're American uh, American Tower. There, there's some others. Uh, Digital Realty Trust, which mm -hmm. kind of borders that uh, REIT finance slash technology kind of thing. Um, those could be interesting. Both of those to me, and this is me being a boring valuish investor, both of those just look expensive to me. Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe I'm being uh, not giving them their due, but I don't know. They're both interesting businesses, though. Okay. All right, moving on to this other flex category. This is kind of the catch-all. Um, I think last year we had we have consumer finance in here. We have investment banks in here. Um, what payments? Payments. Yep. What was uh, what was your pick from here last year? 
I think it was Investment Bank. I think it was Goldman. Yep. Is that right? Yeah, it is right. You know my team better than I do. I do. Uh, I was going to say yours was Discover. Right. Yeah. And that kind of borders on a bank, though. They've got some payments. I know. Stuff. Goldman borders on a bank. The question is, does Amazon.com fall into this category now that they have moved into payments? No. No? Why not? No. What do you mean, why not? How, how, much, how much does payments contribute to the bottom line at Amazon.com? Lack thereof about bottom line exactly. Could be a lot. There is no bottom line. <laughs> top line. How much you not a lot, not a lot. We let, we let eBay in last year, yes. w- which I think was reasonable because, I mean, if you look at how much PayPal contributes it's to like half, right? eBay's yeah. overall business, that's legitimate. Now, you're trying to get shifty here with this Amazon thing. Okay. No Amazon. I will say that I, I warned against this Amazon thing, didn't I, when someone was like, are you interested in Square? I said, no. Look at Amazon now. Yeah, wait if Square, Square has an IPO. Victory Lab. They'll be doing a victory lap. I will be, too. You, no, you won't. It'll be a huge IPO. We'll see. You'll wish you owned some square equity. Okay. All right, so Goldman last year didn't do so well for you. Going back to the well with Goldman this year? I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, it's one year of Goldman. This mm. you, you have to hold this for a, a long, long time here with the assumption that they're the best on Wall Street. They're going to continue to get on the biggest deals, continue to access the capital markets like nobody else can. I think the stock is up over the year, right? It's not, yeah, that, it's not down. I, 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 mean, I think every, that's something we should point out here is that I don't maybe, – maybe there's one. Maybe there's one or two. But I don't think more than one or two of the stocks in last year's stock draft actually lost money. When we say that, they're, they're, that the portfolio is not performing that well, it's because most of them are lagging the market. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is that if you look at banks, the, the banking sector, if you look at the financial sector in general, it has lagged the S&P 500, and that's yeah. what we're comparing this against. Which is up, I think it's 19, 20 percent. Mm-hmm. And if I was buying Goldman a year ago, I wasn't necessarily buying with the assumption that I thought it was going to move up 20 percent in or a were year. You? I was not. I mean, I, I rarely am buying something that I, I'm super confident that's going to go up 20% in the first year. Well, you recommended Zillow to me, and that went up uh, like 100% in months. Well, you're months. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think you have to get your expectations in your, in, into check. Be like, is this going to go up 20%? Probably not. I, I would Probably. be happy. I, would it go up 10%? That's, that's fine with me. And we're not closing down that CAPS portfolio. No. So that's going to keep on, on. keep on running. Show, show, show off your wisdom over the longer over the longer term. Uh, so Goldman could be on here. And any others that are that are up there for Goldman? Because I'm, I'm going to try to steal Goldman from you. Just uh, to be clear about that. I, I like do that. home builders fall into this other category? Is that a I, financial I think, I, I think I might allow that. You allow it? Yeah, You're the I'm authority? Like, well, I'm, the, I'm sort of the commissioner. Okay. Basically the commissioner. I'm, I'm going to put Meritage Homes on my Actually, on that's my watch the, list Actually, the WTMI community can weigh in on that. They can tweet at us, at TMF Financials. Uh, email us, WTMI at fool.com. Let us know if they think uh, home builders should or shouldn't be included. Meritage? Meritage Homes. Why? Yeah. Uh, it's a higher scale, more upscale home than, than some competitors. Uh, very focused on... Serves the upscale clientele like yourself. Like myself. Yeah, that's how I know about it. <laughs> um, very focused on making energy-efficient homes. They're very methodical before they move into markets. So some people... Getting like a windmill on top of your house? Or... Oh, you could. Uh, actually, you... I don't know if that's an option. <laughs> <laughs> like a Dutch, old like Dutch <laughs> yeah, windmill there. So you can, can you, you can grind your, grind your mill, yeah. gr- grind your wheat and corn. Make my own butter on the porch. <laughs> no. Um, 
they're very focused on, on entering specific markets. They don't just say, hey, we're going everywhere. So uh, they may not be growing as fast as some other home builders that you may see, but they're very methodical before they go into a market. And if you look at kind of the macro home building data, as our colleague Morgan Hauslow does a lot, over the next 10 to 20 years, there is going to be a demand for more housing. People are not That's, going to stop building homes. Exactly. Uh, and they build homes. And uh, I kind of like their vision for what, what their strategy is. So, Meritage. Meritage and Goldman, your top picks. I probably won't steal Meritage from you, although it sounds interesting. Goldman, I probably will. Uh, Discover was my pick last year. It is beating the market pretty significantly between last year and this year. It's a, kind of a nice performer. Um, not sure that I'm as stoked about that as, as I'd like to be otherwise because I own that personally. I'd like to own more of it personally, and as it goes up, it gets more expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Discover could be on my radar again this year. Um, if I can honestly, if I can get my hands on Goldman, I'd rather own Goldman at this point. Uh, I think the valuation versus the quality of that company um, is uh, is a very very attractive opportunity. Another one, speaking of stealing, Wisdom Tree uh, mm-hmm. was one of that was Brennan Matthews' pick last year. The, that has not turned out to be such a great pick. It was actually, I think, running away with a scorecard for a while, mm-hmm. right? It was at the, I think it was at the very top of the scorecard. And now it's at the very bottom of the scorecard. Um, and I believe all of that was driven by, look at Wisdom Tree, look what the Japanese stock market did, and a large part of their revenue is based on fees from a, an ETF that was based on the Japanese stock market went up very significantly at the beginning, at the end of 2013, then was been a very poor performer recently. So Wisdom Tree sort of does these uh, intelligent indexes, intelligent mm-hmm. funds, right? And so uh, overweighted in, in that one fund in terms of where they're getting their fees from. But long, longer term, I, I still think that this is a, a legit business yep. for sure and, and a, a potentially good business. Um, so I'd like to take a closer look at that. I think we're going to get Brendan Matthews back on the draft again this year. So um, I may have to battle it out with him to see if I could get there first. Um, Portfolio Recovery um, Associates is is another one that is on my radar. Valuation is maybe Is that like etched in stone on your radar? It's been on your radar forever. Well... Yes. Yes, it is etched in stone. I, okay. I think that's fair to say. I think this is this is like the one that got. It'll away. be on your tombstone. It's it's, li- it's been on my radar for husband, probably, friend. Was it it's portfolio recovery on his twenty fourteen now? I, I think it's been on my radar for about six years now. There you go. And and I should have been buying it the entire time. I should have owned it the entire time. It is, however, going Stop. to be on my radar for the stock draft. Um, I just think. It's a, it's a debt buyer. Basically, they buy debt that banks have issued and now need to charge off, mm-hmm. um, and then they collect on it. And they're, they're very good at this business. Um, so that's a, that's a company that I would be interested in owning. Again, more interested if the, if the price was lower. Um, Visa and MasterCard kind of fall here into this other category as well. On your, on your possible draft list for this? They've been on my, my radar forever, too. So... Um... <laughs> Likely not. Why not? Too expensive. Just they're not. They're just <laughs> leave not. it at that. Uh, if I if I lose out if I lose out on some of these others, Mastercard Mastercard could be a pick for me. I mean that that could be a wild card. I, I go I, I play it safe on a lot of these. Play, although playing it safe apparently did well for me over the past mm-hmm. year, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> um, but maybe if I want to, if I want to get out of that, uh, get out of that safety a little bit. You're still in second. You're not in first. I'm not in first. Second, second's better than third. Who's in third? 
me. That makes me better than you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get this get the stock draft together. We'll get a date set. Uh, we'll put that date out on Twitter yep. and on the Facebook page, and we'll let people know. But probably next week, and we'll have a we'll have a good group. We'll have probably at least four people, maybe five people taking part in this, and uh, and we'll break it up into multiple parts so that uh, so that it's not too overwhelming. Mel Kuyper Jr. is going to be here. Todd McShay. They're going to be debating the draft. It's going to be good. And Broncos. David says Broncos. So that's the show for today. Uh, you heard it here. David Hansen says Broncos winning the Super Bowl. If he gets it wrong, it's just more of the same. We've heard a lot of this room. Uh, visit us on Twitter, at TMF Financials, and on Facebook, Motley Fool Financials. Is that what it is? Motley Fool Financials? It's been so long. Sure. Motley Fool Financials. <laughs> uh, he says sure. Uh, until next week, we will... See you later.